Hey, hey! What's up, guys? Episode 6, motherfuckers. Dude, I... Oh my god. This is kind of, like, really awesome. I didn't think it was gonna, you know, take a little mini takeoff like this. You know, it's, um... It's really cool to see that you guys really do like the podcast. Um, we're approaching 200 plays. We're at 197. Probably by the time I'm done with this, it'll be a 200. But I think it's starting... It's it's taken off more just because it's available on, like, basically every platform now. Um, we're now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. That was the big one. I really wanted to get on Apple Podcasts. And then... Um, Radio Lab we're available on Google Podcasts. I'm pretty sure we're available on SoundCloud. Where it's it's growing every every week. We're getting on a new platform, uh, thanks to Anchor, uh, which is bringing you this episode. By the way, um, wow. Let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, let's talk. What's been going on on the podcast? I'm just give you like quick little summary of each one in case you're late. Um, episode one. Um, I was pretty nervous. I wasn't really into it. Uh. I was scared. I was like, should I really have done this? I was really tired. It was about 1 a.m. Um, and then, uh, whew, what else? Fucking episode two. That was the Landon interview. I loved recording that interview. It was fun for me. But you guys were all like, oh, well, not really you guys. But my aunt, uh, Jennifer, in particular, was like, you guys weren't focused. I'm like, this isn't fucking, I'm not Oprah, dude. This isn't like... You know, Landon didn't ca- get caught doing steroids and then hit 5,000 home runs and then get exposed after all of it, you know. He's just a guy. He's just my, just my friend. I wanted to talk to him. He wanted to be on the podcast. So, uh, quit fucking hating, Jennifer. Um, let's talk about today. Let's talk about what's recently been going on. I've uh, pretty much fully assimilated in school at this point. Um, oof. I'm, I'm into it, you know, just a little, little, little tiny, little tiny education, little tiny bit, little tiny. Um, so lately I've been late as fuck to school every day. Because <laughs> so my dad was like, okay, Jordan, I want you to take the bus. I'm like, okay, dude, fuck it, why not? So I'm taking the bus to make, make him happy. Um, she's late as fuck every day. <laughs> My school starts at 8.15, I'm at school like 9, 8.40 to 9. But it's not kind of tardy, so fuck it, you know? Um, I got computer science in the morning, though. Uh, computer programming, advanced, okay? Told you guys, I'm trying to be a software engineer, I'm pursuing it. Um, that class is like, uh, there's this girl in there named Ruth. Uh, shout out Ruth, by the way. I, I put her on the podcast, she's a senior. Um, really dope, she's really funny. Um... She just, like, kind of laughs it, uh, laughs a lot. Really happy person. She's cool. Um, that other class, so there's this guy, I don't know, I want to put him on the podcast tomorrow. His name's, um, not, like, as a guest, but I just want to put him on to it, you know, like, you know, plug it to him. Uh, his name's Dimitri. Um, he helped me out today. We were in eighth period in robotics for doing shop safety, because there's, like, a wood shop type deal. And, uh, he taught me how to use one of those, uh, those fucking big-ass saws that cut, that cut wood. I'm not really a manly dude, so I wouldn't know what the fuck that is. Uh, but he taught me how to use it, and he's actually, like, really cool. Um, this dude is dripping like a runny nose every day he comes to fucking school. Wearing them up-tempos. He's he's getting it. He knows what's up. Fucking Dimitri. Um, there's this other guy also. I had a bad impression of him when I first met him in my eighth period. He's one of the, I think I, I touched on him. 
His name is, I don't know, he, I don't know what the fuck his name is. Um, he also helped me learn how to use a, it's like a saw, but there's like a, a blade spinning around. It's like, um, they use it on that fucking YouTube channel, What's Inside. But he taught me how to use that, and, uh, he's actually a really cool dude. He's really funny. Um, just, sh just goes to show, you know, don't ever judge a book by its cover, and I tend to do that a lot. Then I get to know these people, and they're actually really good people. I was really thinking of getting out of robotics because, like, I was like, oh, these people are weird, blah, 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 they're nerds. But, you know, they're cool people. Cool people. Um, oof. Kind of a rough week for me. Just, you know, family shit. Um, but, you know, I always push through it when it comes to that. You know, me and my dad, we argue a lot, which is uh, not something I like to talk about. But, um, it's always love at the end of the day between me and him. Always. I mean, I never go a night without texting him, like, oh, I love you, you know. Um, Casey, you know, my dad works uh, pretty far, so he's away a lot. Um, really love that guy, you know. Um, I, I kind of want to talk about the story of my dad. It's super inspiring. I think it will inspire the fuck out of all you guys that are looking for that inspiration. Now, my dad, um, he grew up in Chula Vista. Um, if you're familiar with Chula Vista, most of you guys are. You, most of you guys live in Chula Vista or San Diego. But um, it's a suburb of San Diego. Um, it's, it's its own city. But um, Chula Vista is not... Back in, like, where when he was growing up, wasn't really a good place to live. Um, a, lot of, a lot of drugs, a lot of tweaking. A lot of just not good things going on. Um, you know, my dad was really a product of his environment. When he was about my age, he uh, tells crazy fucking stories all the time. You know, him and my uncle just, oh, God, they used to just beat up people, steal, rob, cheat, anything you could think of. Um, but when my dad was around 14, he met my mother. My mom moved in with him when they were about 15. Um, my mom didn't really have great parents. Um, you know, didn't really teach her anything. Um, they both lived over there at my grandma Loretta's house. My grandma Loretta's a... Fucking saint for putting up with that one. She uh, passed away when I was about nine. Great woman. Great, great example just of a woman. Um, you know. Um, she, she just represents everything a woman should be. You know, just caring. Relentless, you know. Um, they lived over there with uh, my dad. You know, all the people who were living over there. Bunch. It's like, it's one of those houses where it's just fluctuations of people. From what I know. Um... He lived over there with my mom, and my mom was around, I think, 14, I don't know. She moved to Chicago, and my mom lived in Chicago for about, like, six months, from what I from what I can recall. She lived over in Chicago, uh, over with Chief Keefe over in Chicago, and Kanye and uh, Dwayne Wade. That's the only thing I think about when I think about Chicago. I think about Chief Keefe, which is really funny. <laughs> oh, no, I think it was in 2001 she moved into to Chicago, because she was talking to me, like, a couple years ago about how when 9-11 happened... She lived by the Sears Tower. The I don't think it's called that anymore, but it's, like, really fucking big. And they evacuated all around it because they were afraid it was going to get attacked. Which is pretty fucking reasonable. But, um... She came back. Moved back over here with her parent, with her mom. Um... Some negative things were, you know, Chicago. It's Chicago. But she lived over there. And then came back here with my dad. And, uh, I happened... This is where I come in. This is where the creator of the podcast comes in. But, um, my dad, babies at 16, had a baby, which sucks balls. 
um, you know, they, you know, kind of like just everything you could expect a teen, teen parents to be, you know, um, my mom, you know, kind of put a strain on her, obviously, um, my dad, same shit, continued to, you know, all the bad shit, and, uh, continued till I was, till he, till he was about 19, and then my little sister Lily was, uh, conceived, and my dad, my dad went to jail, he went to jail, he covered for my mom, uh, which is, uh, I used to be mad a lot. I used to be like, oh, you were in jail when I was a kid. He wasn't really gone for that long. He has gone for about three years, but... Um, I was like, oh, you went to jail, blah, blah, blah. You abandoned me, blah, blah. But he didn't. He fucking took the blame for my mom. Which is some real, like, real G shit. And then he got out. Nobody really... He tells me all the time, nobody expected me to do good. And he never had that motivation. Nobody ever told him. You know, give him, like, a pat on the back. Like, hey, congratulations, you know, getting out of jail. Now go out to that world and kill it. That's exactly what he did. Um, he turned his whole shit around. Um, when I was a baby, when I was a kid, about I want to say six years old, yeah, around six, um, he got he he came over to where I was living at my grandma's house, and I was like, "Hey, dude!" I was like confused. My mom was married to a, to a man at the time uh, named Mike, and that was how I I used to look at him. You know, you're a little kid. You know, you looked at him as like a father thing, which wasn't right. But, uh, you know, he hung out. He had some uh, stepkids at the time. He was dating this girl with kids. Um, I want to get, I want, I want to get, um, Kimberly to listen to this. She's, uh, my dad's, uh, ex's, uh, kid. She, um, pretty much taught me everything about life when I was a kid. Yeah, she really did. She's older now. They don't really talk to my dad anymore because, you know, uh, you know, hit my, him and, uh, their mom aren't together, but, you know, it's really wish uh, they would hate me, you know, I could talk to them, but, um, anyways, besides the fucking tangent, um, my dad flipped it all around, and then around when I was 11, 12, uh, I moved in with him, uh, he got custody of me, and I was living with him, and, uh, I've never seen someone just snap like that, because he was in a good situation, he wasn't having to really pay any bills, his girl he was with was, you know, getting shit from the government, so they were just, you know, basically living off that, he just could work, have money, take me out to do shit. Me and him went to a ton of San Diego Padres games when I was a kid. I just, I think this is a good way, I want him to listen to this, because it's hard for me to vocalize the way that I really do feel about him, around him, because he's just such an imposing, like, macho dude. But I really do hope he can listen to this, and, uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to put him on, like, hey, listen to this. But, um, yeah, he would just do that, and then he got me and my sister, and then just flipped that shit. Within a weekend, I think he had an apartment fully set up. I was enrolled in a different school. Had a whole new life. Bang, in a weekend. And he just figured that shit out, man. That's the good That's the thing about him. He always gets it done. No matter what. When it's crunch time, he's like Kobe in the fourth quarter, I swear to God. He is clutch. But, um, been living with Tim since I was about 11. Uh, when I was around 15, we moved out here to Texas. Um, I'm going to be here until April. As if you guys looked at my Instagram story, where I want to go. Um, Still a lot to figure out with that. When I'm 17, go out there with uh, my Auntie Jens. Like, you still got to figure all that shit out. But it's in the works, people. It's in the works. Um, I'm have, I have a great life over here in Texas. I'm, I always bitch about it. Oh, there's... Uh, 
I don't live in a small town, but I don't live... I live in a city, pretty much. It's like, if you're familiar with San Diego, it's like living in National City, but only National City. Like, just National City. Pretty much. So I think this is bigger than National City. But it's cool over here, man. It's cool, you know. A lot of dope shit going on. <laughs> Crunchy Taco Podcast going on. But, um... I think that decision's gonna be really hard for me to leave here when I'm 17, because he said I can. He was like, yeah, you can go. You can figure it out. It was kind of like an argumentative thing. He was like, oh, when you're 17, you can go. You can just go. And I was like, okay, fuck it. But I don't look at that anymore. I'm Seriously, yeah, I'm planning for it. I'm saving up money for it. Um, I just want to get this whole life thing on the road, you know. Um, I think when I go back, a lot of people I'm not going to talk to, first of all. You know, I'm not going to uh, call out any names, but uh, a lot of people that weren't really positive influences on my life weren't doing positive things for me. Um, I've got a lot of tools here in my time here. i still got a lot of time left here. I've got about eight months. learned a lot from this place, man, and I still have more to learn. You know, I met the love of my life over here. So that's cool. <laughs> I met the love of my life over here, man. I just got done hanging out with her. I, I just got back and recorded. Um... Oh, God, that that girl does something to me, huh? <laughs> oh, God. It's a scary one, dude. It's fucking scary. Just being in love. i never really been in love before. So it's like... It was a weird thing. I like... Okay, she is gonna listen to this. <laughs> but I want you guys all to know, like... My loyal listeners that message me about it, like... I don't know what her name is, but I think her name's, like, Blue or Burgundy. Um, and then Melanie... Uh, Nathan, Nathan's mom. This is what they're gonna know. Okay, my loyal ones. Um, I was in San Diego visiting my aunt this summer, and around the last two weeks, my friend, former friend Aubrey, um, put me on to this girl. She's like, Jordan, I got, I got a girl for you that I think you would like. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I she sent me her Instagram, and I, I fell in love with her. First time I saw a picture on her Instagram felt like deep as fuck i was like oh my god this is the person i want to be with i don't want anyone else to be with this person this is what i want and i think that's how you guys need to look at shit like that if there's something that you want you get that shit because life only comes once you only get one chance and uh i texted her started texting her conversation fluid as fuck the first thing i sent her i'll post it on my instagram it was a, like a meme. It was like an iMessage. It was Steph Curry shooting a basketball, but instead of a basketball, it was a, a message that said, hey. Kind of like, oh, I'm shooting my shot, you know. Corny as fuck, but I did it. And it worked, surprisingly. And uh, me and her talked every day till I got back, and then we hung out. I remember that first day, too. We were. Uh, she came in the car. And I screamed her name. I was like, Zoe, you're real. You know, because I'd only talked to her on the phone. Um, but um, I've never felt that amount of like just deeply caring for another person that isn't my family like uh it's a scary one man it's a scary one but i'm i like it i like it a lot um uh when so the first time i talked to zoe it was about cannibalism (laughs) um it was literally about cannibalism which is weird but it's how (laughs) it's how these things happen um I've been with girls and shit before, you know, just like dating or whatever. Never really loved them, ever. 
but I do, I like love this one. It's weird. Like every time I look at her, it's like the first time I've ever seen her, which is I, t I tell her that all the time because it's true. It's like weird. <laughs> um, she fully supports me in everything. Um, really do love this girl. She does a lot for me. But um, let's talk about something that uh, it's a topic. I'm, I'm a, done talking about myself, but um, it's a topic I really want to want to touch on that I think a, a lot of people need to fucking get on their head get into their head so if you're about to have a sexual encounter with with the your significant other have a conversation before my aunt my auntie jen told me this have a conversation be like are you sure are you comfortable doing this get that reassurance going get that confidence up because you don't want an experience to be negative you know some advice i don't know you just need to make it make it more than just like i'm not trying to sound like a simper just make it more than like you just uh something to brag to your friends about you know just a little uh food for the brain on that one <laughs> um wow i took so in the past two days i've taken six ubers Cause I'm over the bus, man. I'm fucking over that shit. I'm fucking over the bus. Hate it. I fucking hate it. Ugh. Just a weird connotation. I just don't like doing that. I'm just like, I'd rather take a fucking Uber than being in a car with all these people and have to wait for them to get dropped off than me get dropped off. Or I could just, you know, stop being a lazy bitch and get a car or be nicer to my dad so he could get me a car, but I'm an idiot. Um kind of some positive things going on in my life. I said it was a rough week, but now that I think of it, I've had some great conversations with these Uber drivers. <laughs> um, you guys ever lie to your Uber drivers? <laughs> you ever just like make make you make yourself sound important to these people? I did I do that sometimes. I'm like, yeah, cuz I I apparently look older than I am, and I I live in a college town. Texas Tech University is um the college in my town. In my city, I'd rather. Um, but I always tell these people I'm like, yeah, I go to Tech. I go to Texas Tech. Well, and they believe me. I'm like, oh, it's so funny. Ugh. I don't know why I get joy lying to these people. They're good people. They're getting to live in. Um, I want to talk about something also. Amazon fucking rainforest. What is the deal? God, Brazil is such a fucking idiotic country, dude. I swear to God. It, Brazil basically like world war three over there from what i've heard uh rich areas the poverty line's crazy after the rio olympics shit got bad they literally made like a poverty line use billboards to cover up all the slums and the favelas over there um really fucked up shit going on in brazil and the fucking something that produces what 20 percent of the earth's oxygen or something amazon rainforest is burning Ugh, these people are idiots. Brazil doesn't. Brazil does not deserve that rainforest. Give it to a country like Belgium. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Give it to like a good country, man. Brazil's a great country. There's a lot of great people, great food, from what I've heard. A lot of my favorite people are from Brazil. Anderson Silva, uh, Crone Gracie, Hoist Gracie. A lot of my favorite uh, fighters are from there. Besides that, fuck Brazil. <laughs> Um, there, okay, uh, side note, side of, whatever, tangent, um, 
if you guys look look up Kobe Covington. This guy's a UFC fighter. He's like a he does this gimmick where he's like a Trump supporter. He literally does talk to Trump. Like they're cool. Um, but Kobe Covington, he had a fight in Brazil. He fought a famous he beat a famous Brazilian fighter, um, Rafael dos Anjos. Rafael dos Anjos. Um, he's a former champion, great fighter. Kobe knocked it. He I don't think he knocked him out. He beat him. Never seen the fight, but he beat him. And then after the fight, he's like Brazil. You're a bunch of filthy animals. This place fucking sucks. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, Jesus, man. Well, he's going to diss in Brazil. They got some strong patriotism over there. So this motherfucker just went to the heart of the lion on that one. Um, also, also, uh, UFC Shenzhen's coming up. Get that fucking card out of my face, dude. I'm, I'm not excited for that at all. That card's going to suck dick. There's only what there is a title fight on it, but it's for the fly, women's flyweight. It's just Kondrad versus some Chinese girl, Zen Shen something. Um, I don't know. Not really hyped for it. UFC needs to get their shit up, man. But um, also, if you guys didn't know, I'm doing a fucking current events <laughs> of shit that I care about. Um, football season starting. I'm, I never really have been into football. But since I live in Texas now, kind of have to. Kind of have to. I'm a Chargers fan until the fucking day I die. But um, a lot of shit going on in football. With my Chargers! Melvin Gordon, uh, he's a running back. Um, he's going to hold out into the regular season. He's not going to fucking play. Because he wants $13 million a year. Chargers want to give him 10 to $12 million. So motherfuckers, what the fuck, Melvin? We drafted you, we've taken care of you, and you're just gonna do that shit? You're a fucking asshole. Also, another holdout, Ezekiel Elliott. More close to home for me. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Dallas Cowboys are the team over here. Um, He's gonna probably hold out too, because he wants a fuckload of money. He actually deserves it, though. God, uh, here's another debate I want to talk about. Are athletes overpaid? I posted this. You like how I segued into that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, are athletes overpaid? I posted on my my Instagram, the Crunch Taco podcast. Um, please follow it if you don't. Um, I posted the average salary of a, the minimum salary of an NBA player. It was somewhere around 867000 It was a lot of motherfucking money, almost upwards towards a million if, you're, if you've been in the league for more than, like, four years or something. But... And then after that slide, he swiped left. It's average uh, salary of a physician, a, a fucking doctor that went to school for years, does public service, take care of, takes care of the people. Hundred and like sixty nine thousand, I think. Nowhere near what the fuck a bottom of the barrel NBA player makes, which is mind blowing. Fuck in mind blowing. Big pharma makes so much money. Hospitals make so much money. Insurance companies make so much money. Pay these doctors. If you're going to pay these players, that's my mentality. You're doing public service. You're doing the job that every parent wants their kids to do. It's pride for some people. And you're just going to have like a fucking six foot two dude that can dunk who plays a game for a living. Not saying that they don't earn that money because they do. Like NBA players earn that shit. They work their ass off. They risk injury. They risk career ending life entering. And their career is shorter. But most of these dudes go on to lucrative-ass jobs after. And they're with the sneaker companies now. 
So say your salary is like eight hundred thousand. You're a bottom of the barrel NBA player. You get a sneaker deal done with like Nike or Puma or Adidas. That's an extra like what maybe may, like a hundred k just to wear their shit on court, wear their clothes, promote the brand. And then you build your way up over like like a eleven year career. You become like a name in the league. You've by this point made upwards of depending on like maybe like 60 million you've probably made in that period and then you go on after and become a sports commentator work for espn make more money make about i think they, they don't i don't think they make millions but they make a lot of money or you become a coach make more money become you coach one of these colleges like penny hardaway or one of these guys you're no matter what you're set for life if you do good in the, in the nba nfl any sports league if you're a doctor, you're working your ass off every day. You're working every day, pretty much, because the world don't stop. There's no off-season for phys- physical health and public service. You know? <laughs> and you don't got a sneaker deal. So you're working for 30 to 40 to 50 fucking years. Then you live a retirement, and you only get really 20 years of your life that you can live. LeBron James... He's probably going to play 20 years in the NBA. He's set for life. Do whatever the fuck he wants. And he deserves it, but he doesn't really do the service that these people do. Even nurses, like women. not saying that all nurses are women, but women who do a public service work their fucking ass off. Nurses work their ass off. My friend Nathan, his mom, she's in the medical field. I don't know if she's a nurse or not, but she works her fucking ass off. She deserves to get paid the same as LeBron James, Kevin Durant, one of these fucking dudes. It's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Because... Like I said, big pharma, medical insurance companies, hospitals, they all make more money than the NBA, I'm pretty sure. So it brings up the topic of do we value entertainment more than public service and and health? Something to think about. Please debate that with me because I'll debate that to to the fucking death. Also, people like my dad who work dangerous jobs work all the time do a shit for this country. Oil is what my dad does. Most valuable resource on the planet. Make sure that whole thing gets done. He deserves to get paid just as much as fucking Ish Smith, who's a... Exactly, you don't know who Ish Smith is. Dude's made millions. Just being a bottom-of-the-barrel dude in the NBA, bouncing around from the team, getting that check. My dad deserves that. People who do jobs deserve that. The regular American people deserve that. And that's fucking facts, bro. Um, something also I want to talk about. What was it? Um, Conor McGregor had an interview today on Ariel Hawani. It was 41 minutes long. I watched the whole thing. Uh, I kind of take back about what I said about Conor in, like, episode three or something. Said that he's a, why are we even paying attention? Dude's a great guy. He's, I wouldn't fight either if I were him. I wouldn't want to fight, risk my life, even though I'm making all this money off this damn whiskey. But he seems to want to fight again, so. Say, just keep your eye on that, people. Because everybody watches the UFC when Connor fights. Don't know why, but they do. Um, something I also uh, want to touch on. I, Being a junior in high school now, I really do not like freshmen. I don't like them. From the, one, the ones that I've met in my, particularly my art class. I think they might have mental, like, mental deficiencies. They're so dumb. They're, like, 
Like, they think the, being dumb is, like, something, like, cool or something. I don't know. Like, just saying dumb shit. <laughs> like, when the teacher's talking. My thing with teachers is they get enough bullshit throughout the day from people like that. They don't get really paid much. They do it because they love to teach kids. And they care about children and the future of this country. They deserve to get paid a fuckload, too. If I'm being honest. Um, but my, that's my thing with them. Why are you gonna give them more bullshit? So I'm nice to all of them. Um... That's how you should all act, teachers. Even if you don't like them, just take a look at their life. You know, see it from their perspective. See what they got to deal with. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go get some water. I'm gonna eat uh, a little bit of dinner, and then I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna come back and then record part two, and then call it a night. And go to sleep. <laughs> um, I love you guys. With the magic of Hollywood editing, you will see me in five. Four, three, two. <gasps> hey, hey, I'm back. Um, whew, I ate a lot of grapes. <laughs> um, whoa. Okay, so a lot of things to talk about in this period that I've been gone. Um, oh my god, I was really looking at that Marvel Sony thing. Oh, that frustrates me. That frustrates me because I love Spider Man so much. He's my favorite superhero, and they're just gonna. You know, Disney's some greedy motherfuckers. Whatever, I don't even want to talk about it. It makes me so mad. Um, God. <laughs> Something I haven't even talked about on the podcast. I think I said I was going to talk about in episode two. I was like, oh, I'm going to talk about this. I haven't talked about it yet. Euphoria. If you know me, you know that that is my favorite show of all time. I think that is easily the greatest show to ever be put on television. And that's not even... It's not a debate. You know, you got The Sopranos, you got Game of Thrones, you got The Office, you got all these other famous ones. Euphoria is better than all of them, and it's only had one season. It's like, it's so real. Like, that's, I hate how people think high school is like this perfect thing where you just have, it's the best years of your life. There's some fucking dark shit that happens in high school for some people. And I like how Drake and, and Labyrinth and uh, everybody over there at HBO really killed it with this one. Episode season two beyond hype. They got so many good actors. Like oh god, what's that girl? She was in uh, Alexa Demi, I think her name. She was in mid nineties. God, I didn't know she had acting chops like that. There's this one scene. I don't want to spoil it, but there's this one scene. You know, fuck it, I'll spoil it. It's been out for a minute. You should have watched it already. But um, this one scene. It was after she had an abusive episode with her boyfriend. Her parents were yelling at her. Oh. uh you don't need to be with him. And she just goes in. She's like, I love Nate and he loves me. You guys don't even talk to each other. She's talking about her and her parents. And she's like crying and so good. Uh, that girl can act. Um. Also, there's some other good actors on there. The girl that plays... Uh, uh, fucking Zendaya. Zendaya's... Uh, ooh, she's killing it. Angus Cloud plays Fez, killing it. All those people are just fucking... Killing it. There's so many subplots that you gotta focus on, but it's fun. Um, I'm I'm just really it goes it gets into some really touchy subjects, but I like it. I like that it's raw. I like drug abuse. Uh, obviously Zendaya's character, crazy drug addict, super into the whole thing. Not even fun stuff like weed. She's into like fucking pills. But her story is really sad and really relatable. Not in terms of the drug abuse thing, but just the whole thing in general. She's just a great character. Um, Fez. 
another great character. He's a drug dealer. Him and his little brother don't fucking forgot what his name was. But um, they run a, a liquor store front. They're killing it. These two dudes are great actors. Dude looks a lot like Mac Miller. <laughs> um. Also, um. You know what? Euphoria is cool. I'm not really going to get into it. That's going to be a whole podcast episode. When season two comes out, I'm just going to do episodes talking about Euphoria. Greatest show of all time. Um, something I also want to touch on about, guys. Um, something I don't, A lot of people ask me this, and I just want to get it out of the way. Okay? I just want to get it out of the way. I want to get it out there. A lot of people ask me if I'm if I'm gay. Uh, no, I'm not. I get asked that a lot by like my family and uh, people at school and shit. Just because like I don't care, you know. I'll fucking dye my hair pink, just because I'm that confident in where I stand in the world. I don't know. I feel like if you have to be so touchy and act so macho and so hard and look a certain way all the time and carry yourself a certain way, that you're you're not doing it right. Like, my my perfect example is Prince. Prince was a dude that dressed like a bitch, but he could still take your bitch. That dude. You can... I love fashion. I can, I can dress whatever the fuck I want. And... Still got everything I got, right? So, there's this kid, um... Completely retarded. I sit, I sit next to him in, in art. Hopefully you're not listening to this, dude. You're, I'm pretty sure you're a good guy. But this is my impression of you. You're really close-minded, first of all. Um, I don't think the way that you talk is your real voice. He, this is how he talks. Nah, bro, like, like, I don't even know, bro. Like, come on, fam. Like, I don't even know. That's how this dude talks. Like, he does not talk like that in real life. Um, there's other guy sit by, he's a sophomore, uh, heavier set, uh, African-American kid, really funny, but he has me sick as fuck every day. Um, we were in class, our teacher was showing her example of a project, and he was like, hey, that shit ass, Loki. <laughs> like, all loud, it doesn't sound funny saying it out loud, but it's pretty funny. Wait, I want to see if you guys can hear this neck crack, ready? Did you guys hear it? Probably not. But, um... Oh, I need to go to a fucking chiropractor, guys. If you live in Lubbock, send me a chiropractor to go to. I need it. Um... I think that might be it for this one, man. Actually, no, you know what? Fuck it. There's some other shit I want to talk about. Um... So... Um, I got this teacher. He's my French teacher. His name's Mr... Mr. 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 Taylor. He's a... Younger, younger white guy. Really fucking funny. I put him... I hope he listens to this. Uh, he knows the name of it. He might be listening to this right now. Really funny dude. You would not think he taught French. <laughs> Me and him were talking about San Diego today. Made me feel like I was back at home. He was like, yeah, I went there on vacation. I went to Cafe 21. And I was like, yo, me and Nathan fucking went there all the time. You know, my best friend would go there. And North Park, right? And he's like, yeah. Oh, it's so cool, like, off Adams. Like, I knew all the streets and shit. I felt, like, so cool. <laughs> um, It's kind of weird living in one place. Like, I can tell you how to get anywhere in San Diego. Anywhere. You want to be in Chula Vista, you want to get to Bobo Park, I can get you there. Off my word. 
Um, ask my cousin, ask my aunt Amy about that. <laughs> I fucking, I was like, yeah, just make you go live here. Uh, yeah, just, you know, I feel cool like a local, you know. Um, let's, I want to talk about uh, my dog. Here, his name's Duke, big ass pit, dope ass dog. Fuck with that dog, heavy. Oh, God, I hope I can take him with me when I go back to San Diego. He's like my family, you know, loves that. It's weird how I can get people can get connected to dogs like that. But we do because we're weird. We don't eat them. Best believe if I'm, I'm in South Korea, I'm eating some golden retriever. Best fucking believe. Dogs are kind of bred to be bitches, though. You know, look at a wolf and then look at like a fucking Yorkie. Doesn't add up. God, um, there's, <laughs> oh my god, there's this video I was watching the other day of, of a crocodile getting eaten by a fucking jaguar. It's on this account called Nature is Metal that I love. Post crazy fucking nature shit. Nature does not care, by the way. Um, fucking jaguar just destroys a crocodile. I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you know, you watch the Jungle Book after that? And you know how there's, like, the panther chasing after the kid all the time? Why didn't that panther just pounce on that little shit and fucking just demolish and fucking shake him? Just do that, man. Like, animals are so much more powerful than humans. We're just bags of meat. Sorry if I'm yawning a lot. We're just bags of meat, man. If you get a human against a bear, you're fucked. There's no way you're winning. There's no fucking way, unless you're Khabib. Fucking bears look in the forest for Khabib. But, uh, I might call it a night on this one. Um, guys, okay, I'm gonna get emotional. I just want to say thank you all for supporting me and what I do. It's a lot of, it's really cool. Um, God, I'm on Apple Podcasts now. I'm on all these platforms. I'm growing. I'm fucking growing. I'm DMing fashion companies. They DM me to be a, to, for me to sponsor them. Have sponsored segments. I might get into that. Who people wish me luck tomorrow, man? It's Friday, work and school tomorrow. Who? Come on, people, what are we doing? We're on that grind, though. I listen to Ipsy Hustle every day before I go into work, and I'm motivated as fuck for like the first two hours. <laughs> oh, and then the rest of it's just horrible. Um, make sure you eat more tacos, people. Just, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a double podcast on Tuesday. I'm a, I'm planning on waking up at like three. Going to sleep around 7, waking up at 3. Recording for about 2 hours. It would be the longest podcast I've ever done. Record for about 2 hours. Um, 5, take a little mini nap. Wake up around 7, go to school. Come home. Uh, I'm off Tuesday. Because it's Taco fucking Tuesday. I gotta do a double. And then come home. Uh, probably bang, bang out about an hour um, when I get home. And bang out an hour before I go to sleep. So it'll be a total of four hours of podcast on Tuesday, hopefully. I hope I Oh god, I need I wanna be able to I wanna be one of those people that can wake up early as fuck. I can wake up early, but I just feel like shit for the first two hours. But um I just hope you all stay safe out here. This world is unforgiving. It does not care about you. Just know that. We are we this is not our world. Um Uh I just wanna send out some some prayers, guys. Cause this is as you know, it's a Christian podcast. I want to send out to my pra- my prayers to Tom Holland. I want to send out my prayers to uh, Kevin Feige. 
Send out my prayers to uh, Young Thug for making the best album of the year. Send out my prayers and my final prayer to uh, to someone named Joe. Actually, no, because I was going to do a Joe Mama joke. <laughs> I, I just want to give a quick, I want to send out my prayers uh, to myself. Please, guys, pray for me. Um, like the weekend song. It's like, if you don't pray for me. I love that song. Just pray for me, guys, please, if I can bang out that double on Tuesday. It's probably going to be two. Probably two between today and Monday. Friday and, and Monday. Probably going to be two, episode seven and eight. I plan on having an interview for episode seven. plan on having my girlfriend on. So uh, send me some shit to, t to ask her. I want to have a legit interview. Because, you know, my Auntie Jones wants that a real, raw, Washington Post-level interview. So... Uh, y'all have a great night. Ew, I just talk like a Texan. Uh, you all have a great night. Um, eat more tacos, guys. Not the ones from Taco Bell. Um, if you live in California, go to Tacos El Gordo, no matter how far you live. If you live in Vegas, go to Tacos El Gordo. If you live in Lubbock or anywhere else like Washington, like some of my, uh, listeners, uh, you're fucked. So, you don't get tacos. You get Taco Bell. So... If you're going to go talk about order, um, a crunchy taco supreme with creamy jalapeno sauce. Jesus, that's so good. God. All right, um, I'm going to do a podcast probably after UFC Shenzhen. I'll talk about the fights for a little bit. Um, I love all you guys. Continue to follow, follow and support the podcast on Instagram at Crunchy Taco Podcast. Follow me at Jordan Scott Souza. You already know the fucking deal. Um, you guys all have a great night. Uh, can't really give you any Friday motivation because, uh, oh God, I'm not even motivated myself to get up tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I gotta do laundry after I'm done with this, but, uh, you all have a great night. Uh, God bless you all. You just listened to the Crunchy Taco Podcast.